Get a trash episode two sixty six. Solomon Kane. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. Hello, Jason. Hi, Eric. Hi. How's it going? It's going well. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good. How about uh, I don't. You don't. I don't. No. In so many ways, I don't feel good. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. Yeah. It's a little frosty out. There's nothing to do with it. No, nope. no. Mm. But although I'm sick and fucking tired of snow, I can tell you that much. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think there's more coming. I was afraid you would say that. Yeah. At least it's not windy. Because I've been walking my dog, and it's super fucking cold when the wind is like uh-huh. going crazy. But uh, the last day or so, it's just been cold, but not windy, which is awesome. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, Friday night, I uh, stopped off for gas on my way home. And uh, it was windy, as well as being like negative five, something like that. And, uh, you know, I just thought I'd, uh, you know, just fill the car up real quick and, you know, go home. And uh, it took a lot longer than I thought it would. And my hands still hurt like 10 minutes afterwards because right. of the uh, the cold. Yeah. I, I was not wearing gloves. Or anything, uh, you get away with the gloves. Yeah. I, I, I filled my gas tank up the other day. With, I had my gloves on. Yeah. But my nose hairs felt like they were going to like, crystallize and then just uh, dissipate. Right, yeah. <laughs> so it was pretty cold. Yeah. It's winter. Mm-hmm. And we're in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. And my cousin, he called from Florida... Oh, that guy can go fuck himself. And he, he was complaining to my mom that they closed the golf course because it was too cold. <laughs> my original statement stands. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. But, uh, fucking Solomon Kane. Solomon Kane. This is the movie, not the novel or the comic or the right, video right. game. Yes. Because there's probably a lot of different things of Solomon Kane, right? I know for sure that there are. Uh, I know for sure that it started out as a uh, Pulp Fiction magazine character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I'm sure there are books created by Quentin Tarantino. Yes, in Pulp Fiction. Yes, right. and uh, there are comics. Uh, is there anything else? I'm not terribly sure. About. I imagine there's a video game, but maybe not. I don't think there would be. Really? I don't think so. Yeah. I'm gonna say no. He could go around killing people. Oh, you can do that with a lot of video games. I know, right? Yeah. You could you could make a fucking Marmaduke game like that. <laughs> yep. Where Marmaduke goes around killing people. Right, yeah. 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 Uh, no, I don't actually think there is a Solomon Kane video game, though. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but this is the movie. Yeah. So this is uh, based on a character created by Robert E. Howard, who also is a... Uh, more famous for creating Conan the Barbarian. Right. Um, so it kind of almost makes me wish we had a Brian John Mitchell here to, yeah. to give us some, uh, you know, background, some yeah. history. He's our, our, 
our friendly uh, Robert E. Howard expert. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like he. I don't know. Maybe I, this is might be just my brain making this up, but I feel like he he told me I would really like uh, Solomon Kane. Okay. Like as a character or the movie? Uh, not the movie. I okay. think I think probably the book. But I might be misremembering that. That might be somebody else that told me that. But he he does seem to know, uh, you know, Quite he's a, a bit. he's a treasure trove of Robert E. Howard information. Sure. Um, I've never read any of the stories or anything like that. I just knew he was, uh, you know, a Robert E. Howard character. Mm-hmm. Never even read the the comic. Yeah, uh, me neither. Which uh, I don't know how many comics there were. I just know that uh, the most recent one was from Dark Horse. It had some, uh, I think, some Guy Davis covers. Oh, maybe, really? Maybe maybe Mike Mignola did the covers. I can't remember. But I, I didn't check them out because you got other stuff to do. Eh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's too many. There's too many good comics out there. You know. And ninety percent of the books that I do buy, I barely read anyway. So you know, it was just one of those things. Right. And it's like you don't have enough time to read them unless you're me, and then you don't have enough money to read them. Right. So <laughs> either way, we just you it just never, doesn't work out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. So, so it's uh, kind of set in the. Uh, it's much. Later on than Conan, I would imagine. Uh huh. Yeah, because Conan's what set in the. Conan's not really set in a time period or on the Earth (laughs) or anything like that. Uh, Solomon Kane is set on Earth in in the 1600s. Okay, I was thinking 1500s, but yeah, 1600s. Okay, early 1600s. Yeah. Um, Because uh, early on in the movie, well, a the very first scene of the movie says it takes place in 1600 in North Africa. Okay. Uh, the and then later on, they, they there are some characters talking about uh, traveling to the New World, right? Uh, America, and so I looked up when uh, the the first pilgrims landed uh, in America, the, the Plymouth Rock and all that, and it was around sixteen twenty or so. so. Uh, I should have remembered that from the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special, uh-huh. but I didn't. Yeah, uh, good. Yeah. Because uh, Charlie Brown cartoons are terrible. You know, they're not great. And I didn't even like them when I was a kid. But for some reason, now I just like feel compelled to watch them. Like They do sort of have that warm, kind of fuzzy feeling to them. But yeah, I didn't... Like, I, I remember watching them when I was a kid and thinking, like, well, at least it's a cartoon. Right. But like it was like, eh, never one of my favorites when I was a kid. Yeah, never remember... Uh... Never one of my favorites. There was one, I think it was almost like movie length, which means to me as a kid, it was probably like three hours long, but it was probably only like half an hour. Right. Uh, it was one that was just like super depressing and weird and it like took place in France or somewhere. And was it Charlie Brown? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, like it wasn't based on a holiday or anything like that. It was just weird and huh. depressing. And, and they're, uh, Yeah, they're usually a little down. Yeah. Uh, but like even the holiday ones, like I've never really been a fan of them. I I like them, but they're not great. Yeah. Um, the, the Thanksgiving one is kind of depressing. Like at least the second half where it's like a history lesson. Right. And then they, they just show everyone dying on the, on the, on the ships over here. And it's like, man, this is, I mean, I, I don't mind dark. And I think that's an awesome combination dark and cartoony but right but for some reason that's just kind of a downer yeah 
but we're we're not here to talk about Charlie Brown or his holiday specials. Robert E. Howard's Peanuts. Yeah, we're here to talk about this uh, movie we watched. Yeah, yeah, this really long movie. Uh huh. This movie that felt like it was going on for about a hundred years. <laughs> it was uh slow in places. Uh huh. And uh, but it was all right. Yeah, it was okay. It was, it was all right. Yeah, it, it definitely wasn't terrible. Uh, but I, I definitely will never watch this again. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, so Solomon Kane. Okay, what, what's his story? Uh, well, according to the movie, uh, his story is that he is a the fiercest warrior ever, and uh, he just loves killing. And then he winds up on one of his uh, warrior killing sprees, finding out that uh, his soul has been sold to the devil, and the devil is trying to reclaim it. So then he dedicates his life to being a man of peace to try to reclaim his soul. Right. And then, uh, but uh, when when some people he befriends are, are uh, killed and kidnapped, he makes a promise to the dying father that he would uh, uh, get his daughter back for him, uh, you know, and, and uh, basically kill any and everything in his way to do it. <laughs> right. Uh, but then discovers that uh, he can't still redeem his soul by killing all the bad things in the world. See, everybody wins. Yeah. Because like, at the beginning there, it almost seemed like a, a chick track. It was like, you know, <laughs> right. like killing's bad, you gotta give it up. And, um, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the comic or what the, what the original character was. Right. Uh, I, I did read up on his, uh, the character's Wikipedia page to, to figure out. Cause, cause basically this movie is the origin story. Right. Uh, so I looked up the, the character's Wikipedia page to see, like, what the actual origin was, like, the one that Robert E. Howard wrote, and apparently he didn't. Oh, really? Uh, apparently, you know, it was just a character who seemingly had no other goal other than to vanquish all evil. So he, he was never evil in the Robert E. Howard thing, maybe? Uh, not, not in the way, I guess, he was presented in this movie. Because he seemed like a real, a real jerk uh-huh. at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, like killing his own people because they weren't helping him get all this wealth. Right. Yeah, he seemed like a just a not nice guy. He was uh, kind of a dick. He was a zero in my book. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then and then the that pretty awesome looking uh, minion of death shows up with his giant sword. Yeah, he was yeah. pretty cool, but his voice cool. his voice was cheesy. Yeah, that's. I think the one thing that uh, gets me throughout this entire movie is that where everything is cool, there is something just as equally cliche and cheesy. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, comparing, the, like, I couldn't help but compare this to the Conan movie, which was so much fun. Oh, yeah. And this movie, like, I don't know that there was a moment of fun in this movie. Not, there was, like, half a moment of fun. Yeah. When, uh... Like when uh, Solomon uh, you know gets drunk at the tavern and like he drops the bottle and then there's like you know two guys like discussing like whether that's Solomon Kane or not right and like in the background you can just see him just drunkenly try to like look for the bottle, bottle that he dropped right that was okay humorous yeah but 
But yeah, that was pretty much it. And there was two more hours of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I think I agree with you 100%. Like, uh, you know, like a lot of people give the new Conan movie, uh, kind of a, a shit reputation, but, uh, right. I mean, I know we both enjoyed it. Yeah. And definitely because it was a ton of fun. Oh, yeah. There. Uh, and yeah, this one was just yeah. so serious yeah. about itself. Oh, yeah. And not that it should have been like a comedy or anything. No. But, but just kind of fun to, you know, like a, like a roller coaster in spots, you know, where yeah, it's right, like, right. it's like, wow, this is fun. This is neat. But and I yeah. guess, you know, it is kind of hard to, you know, because Conan, you know, he's unapologetic for for what right. he is, and Solomon Kane is pretty much just only, you know, apologetic for what he is. Right. You know, <laughs> like his whole thing is his guilt, and Conan's whole thing is uh, I like killing. Right. You know, <laughs> but maybe they could have peppered in like maybe if Pete Postlethwaite would have wore a jester's costume in the entire movie. <laughs> I was really glad to see him. Like he's just fun to watch yeah uh one of his last movies i believe oh yeah yeah is he dead he is dead i did not know that yes that sucks yeah i think uh well i mean okay so this movie uh <laughs> has been sitting on a shelf for uh, some years now oh really uh, i think this movie was made back in 2008 really and i think only in the last year was available on uh video finally huh and never got a theatrical release. Never really. Yep. Okay. Was it some of the problems that we're having with it? Like it was just kind of slow and I have no idea. Yeah. It just yeah, it just never got released. I think it got released in Europe, but but not in America. Hmm. Wow. Did not know that. Um, yeah. Um there's elements that are cool about it. Like, especially yeah. for for me, I'm not a big fan of like I mean, obviously, Sword and sorcery. yeah. I mean, there wasn't a lot of like wizards and dragons and stuff. I mean, there was maybe a tiny bit of it, but right. but even like just sword kind of movies, I'm usually just not a fan of in general. But this one, at least, like I like the feel of it and like the look of it, and I like the characters. But it just like yeah, just not fun enough, right? You know? For the type of movie that it is, yeah, yeah. exactly. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're yeah, you're going to have a movie where people are just, you know, getting their heads lopped off and there's, you know, faceless demons and, right. you know, uh, you know, giant fire monsters coming out of, you know, mirrors and shit. Right. There should be some kind of fun in it. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's like a, like Mike Magnola stuff. Um, it's so dark and it has such a look to it. If there wasn't an occasional humor in it. Right. I think cause it would just be super fucking boring. Right. Even though it looks awesome. But that comes from the character of Hellboy, you mm -hmm. know, being just sort of, you know, sarcastic and, and yeah. you know, just easygoing and, you know, just, you know. I think he realized that, though. He was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's a yeah. necessity to have this in there. Like, even on, even his other stuff, like, I don't know, like, Screw on Head's pretty weird. No, oh, Screw on Head is all about just being weird yeah. and goofy. But, you know, Hellboy, though, you know, it's, it's, everything about it is dark except for Hellboy. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. And that's what makes it awesome. Okay, and then, yeah, there's this, which is everything that's dark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and again, you know, it, it comes down, I think, to the main character. Just, he's a dark character, and it's a dark theme and, and story and plot, whatever. So, you know, there's really not anything there to right. contrast it. Yeah, and, and I, 
I like dark stuff. I but, do too. Yeah. But, but again, I, it's I the type of movie. Yeah, I think it's the yeah. Because uh, because clearly they're not trying to pass along a message with this movie. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I think that's a yeah. It's not like there's some big social commentary thing, right. unless I mean, they're saying don't make a deal with the devil or something. Well, yeah. You know, just uh, you know, don't kill people, and uh, <laughs> you know, you can uh, also maybe uh, be redeemed for bad things you've done. Yeah. Sure. Right. That's fine. But yeah, <laughs> they had some fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a nice looking movie yeah. for the most part mm-hmm. until the very end. Oh, the it video becomes game. a shitty video game. Yeah. I, I, I remember thinking that at the very end, I was like, I like, I blinked for a second. I was like, wow, sometimes like I'll come over to your house for drawing night and you'll be playing a video game. Right. And, uh, and I was like, this looks like one of those moments where I walk in the door and you're playing a video game. I was right, like, yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm watching a movie right now. I feel like I'm watching a video game. Yeah. Like, yeah, it felt like uh, just like a moment from uh, like a God of War type video game right. where, you know, you're just fighting a giant monster. I think that's the exact one I was thinking of. Um, yeah. Yeah, some of that was kind of cheesy. I did love the, there's like this group of sort of vampire creatures in the middle of the movie. I thought they looked great. Oh, like the weird black skin yeah. zombie things. Yeah. They, were, they were like chasing him around in the cellar yeah. labyrinth. Like, I thought that looked really cool. But again, like, that's the kind of thing. It's like, you know, you describe it and you're like, yeah, these, you know, zombie monsters. Like, oh, that sounds fun. But right. no, it's really it's not. not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not cool. It's not scary. It's not fun. It's just, it's just kind of there. Right. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, they were like, at the very beginning of the movie, there were some cool-looking creatures, uh, you know, that were, like, hiding in mirrors and shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but, yeah, it was just for every, like, like just the pervasive tone of darkness throughout the whole thing with, with no, or not darkness, but just, you know. Bleak. Just bleak and self-serious. And, right. And, uh, uh, but then, yeah, like, for every cool aspect, they would, like, they would just turn it around and just have a character say, like, the very thing you're expecting that character to say. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. oh, really? That's his father? Oh, really? That's, his, yeah. you know, that sort of I thing. I mean, like, yeah, like, 30 minutes into this movie, like, I'm already figuring out, you know, like, what the twists are going to be at the end, and then was 100% correct. It took me a little longer, like, but it was always... Uh, exaggerating it, a little bit, but... It was know. always a few minutes before it happened. Though, right, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that could have been... Just left out right. of the movie. yeah. And then uh, the ending was just so anticlimactic, like like it was just a non-ending, really. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't like, remember how it ended. Like yeah, like <laughs> you know, like like literally twenty minutes ago we finished watching yeah, this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, I remember that it ended. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but but, uh, but like you know, this giant monster like comes out. And it's like building up to this thing, and right. it's uh, you know like the. The devil coming to claim, you know, Solomon Cain's soul, and then just like the monster chases him around the room for about thirty <laughs> seconds, and then Solomon Cain does something, and then the monster disappears, and the girl is saved, and oh, Solomon that's right, Vinny, the girl, yeah, yeah, that's where it was. It was just like you know, that was it, yeah. Like like there was no fight, there was no build up, you know, right. it was just yeah, it was pointless, yeah, yeah. But again, not a terrible movie. Just yeah, it sounds like we hate it, but we really 
I don't think either one of us do. I, yeah, I don't hate it, but I definitely don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, definitely not as good as I was hoping it would be. Yeah, but uh, it looked looked cool, and yeah, some of the characters are neat. Like you said, the monsters, the uh, the mirror monsters, I thought were cool, and those vampire zombie things were great. Right, but yeah, just kind of eh. no Conan, that's for sure. Yeah, what else did he? Doesn't he have a third big character? Cole? Cole, that's what it yeah. is, yeah. Cole the Conqueror, whatever. Um, or am I thinking of Kroll the Conqueror? Uh, no, I think you're right. I think okay. it's Kroll. Right. I think Kroll is just Kroll. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> With that weird, like, throwing star or something. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, is, uh, is there anything... Did you... You said you were looking up stuff on the Wikipedia page. Did you find out anything weird and like interesting about the you know character of the movie? That not really. No. Nothing, nothing yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, I guess he does have like, quite a bit of a supporting character uh, cast in the uh, the stories, but yeah. You know, See, that might are. help. Yeah, that would help. Like yeah. if there was like a side story that they kind of went back and forth to, and it, yeah, because it's it's not like the story is great in this movie. No, I mean. Right. And it's just like, okay, he's getting revenge. Right. And it's like, okay, so you can do that a couple different ways, but they kind of just chose the boring way. Right. Uh, Yeah, didn't really... No, yeah, nothing. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and like, you know, other than like Pete Postlewaite, like none of the performers were really all that great. And like Christopher... No, not Christopher Plummer. I always get him and Max von Sydow confused, yeah. but it's Max von Sydow's in yeah. this movie. Yeah, you know, even like for the minute and a half that he's in it, right. you know, it was just not that it's not, great. Not his best. Yeah. Well, I mean, clearly for him, it was just a paycheck or whatever. Right. You know? Yeah. He got to yeah. lay around and sit around for most of it. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, but like like the guy that plays Solomon Kane, uh, James Purefoy. Uh, like I've. The only thing I've ever remembered seeing him in, uh, he's currently on the uh, the show called The Following with uh, Kevin Bacon. Oh, okay. Uh, and for the longest time, I thought he was the guy that originally got hired to play Wolverine <laughs> in the X-Men movie instead of Hugh Jackman, uh, but like then pulled out and Hugh Jackman got the job. Uh, but, but I was wrong. It's not that guy. <laughs> they do have a similar look. They do have a similar look and yeah. a similar sort of presence. Yeah. And, uh, like throughout this movie, he's just grumbling and growling his way through all the lines <laughs> right. with a Irish accent. I, yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah, I, uh, didn't, I didn't really think any of the actors are that terrible. Oh, they're not terrible, but they're definitely not memorable. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just kind of all around, just kind of like an eh. Right. Yeah. Kind of yeah. movie. It's like you know, like I don't have the energy to to say it was bad, but I certainly am not gonna go touting how good it was either it's just kind of like i'd just rather pretend this never happened <laughs> this movie is an audible sigh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and, and one of, i thought too it might have been avery instead of brian john mitchell that told me i would like this because he really likes this movie and uh, i think he used to buy the comics at mavericks and he was like oh yeah you should watch it i'll have to give that guy a talking to <laughs> like what do you like so much but maybe maybe i missed it maybe, yeah, maybe. i just didn't get maybe, it yeah maybe there's something to it that i'm just like oh wow so shit then, you know i'm distracted over the past couple of days and then today so maybe yeah it's yeah. just on other things i don't know yeah. but uh when i was paying attention to the movie i was 
not really fully enjoying it. Yeah. Um, and again, seen much worse. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, For sure. I don't know. I guess this would be something that like I'd perfectly be fine to have on if I was doing other stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 It's not too distracting, but yeah. But the, but again, like I would rather fucking watch Empire Strikes Back in right, the background, right, yeah, you know, yeah, if I yeah. was going to do that. I don't know. Yeah, it's just yeah, could have been much better. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I do know that uh, James Purefoy was uh, originally cast as V in the uh, V for Vendetta movie. Really? And uh, pulled out of that, so. He was a character with uh, sharp things and similar headwear. Yeah, that, uh, yeah he did have a similar kind. <laughs> and there was a cool scene I, I thought of our friend Brian John Mitchell when they were burning the the plague-ridden corpse of their baby and there was a couple priests with the plague masks on. Uh-huh. I, I thought that was cool. Those are neat-looking masks. Mm-hmm. Um, some cool visuals. Yeah, uh, this is definitely well shot and... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it is just, it is just a visual, eh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is, you know, just, everyone is just doing, okay. Just. <laughs> no one's going to get fired. Yeah. Exactly. No one's going to get an award. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh. This is the the movie version of keep your head down and go straight. <laughs> yeah. Don't look anybody in the eye. <laughs> Do not rock the boat. I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So they never obviously planned a sequel for this. Uh, I'm sure they wanted to, but uh, yeah. you know, since it didn't really get a release, never came out. Yeah. So. No. Maybe they're just really hoping a lot of people will watch it on Netflix. Yeah, I'm sure people did. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's just it was, it's just okay. <laughs> just okay. Yeah, some things are just okay. Yeah, not everything can be great. I mean, we strive just to be okay, and we don't even get that. Nope, not one bit. <laughs> so wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, I don't. Yeah, nothing else really. Yeah, uh, I mean, I can say uh, like uh, the guy that played the, the the big bad towards the end, uh, Malachi, who I don't think they even mentioned until like twenty minutes till the movie was over. Right. Yeah. Uh, I like that actor. He's been in things, but he usually <laughs> like he did. He was in a George Romero movie called Bruiser. Okay. Which uh, I really like. It's not great, but I like it. And I probably like it mostly because it's one of his few non-zombie movies. Right. And also The Misfits are in it. And Peter Stormare. Oh. And wow. Three things I enjoy. The Misfits music or the actual dudes? The actual dudes. Oh, that's they're, they're a band playing a concert during oh, wow. the climactic scene. Glenn Danzig era? Uh, no, no. It's, uh, it's Michael Graves Okay. Era. Yeah. yeah. Even better. Yeah. Uh... So, so that guy has been in that movie, and then he has been in a ton of other movies. Usually, only has one line or like one scene. Huh. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't recognize that fella. Uh, he was in uh, the first Kick-Ass movie. Okay. Uh, he played uh, the guy in front of an elevator. Oh, the guy in front of the elevator. Yeah, he made that film. <laughs> 
Uh, he was also an X-Men first class. Okay. Uh, he played uh, Nightcrawler's dad. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. See, like, I remember seeing both of those movies, but I don't remember that guy at yeah, all. Yeah. He's a that guy. He's kind of a that guy, but uh, he never really gets a big role. Right. And apparently, like, some of his roles, he's just in a ton of makeup where you can't really see his face. Right. Like, like this one. Like this one. Like X-Men First Class and uh, Bruiser with uh, George Romero. Because that whole movie is about him losing his face. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> well, you would hope then that there's makeup involved. Yeah. You know, hopefully they just captured on film as it happened. <laughs> Bruiser. I might have to watch that. It's... It's all right. Yeah. yeah it's all right. <laughs> it's better better than this one? Yeah, it is. Okay. There's some fun to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's got just as terrible an ending, though. It's got a worse ending. Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that does kind of let this all the steam out of a good movie. Yeah. You know? But, uh, yeah, this movie could have used the misfits playing around in them or something. <laughs> Yeah, like a, a medieval uh Like if they were at the bar. Band. Yeah, yeah. that would have been cool. <laughs> yeah, just little things like that peppered throughout would have made... I mean, you know, obviously not the fucking Misfits, right, but, yeah, yeah. but just little fun things peppered throughout would have made a huge difference, I think. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. All right, well, uh yeah, I'm officially done with Solomon Kane. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Brian John Mitchell recommend a story that I should read. Solomon Kane story. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, let's. Uh, you know, maybe I'm missing something. Yeah. Or maybe it was just the movie that I didn't enjoy, and I would totally enjoy a written written story. Who knows? I don't know. I don't either. All right then. Take a break. Yeah. Let's take a break. Okay. We'll scrub our bri- our minds. <laughs> You were going to say earlier. Our Brian's. Our Brian's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if Brian was here, I would scrub him. I'd put him in one of those little, uh, those little, uh, tin, like, circular bathtubs, like, old right. days where his knees are pointed up. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, I would scrub him with a big brush. Be careful. He looks frail. Yeah. <laughs> I'll use a lot of soap. All right. <laughs>
Hey, welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hello. <laughs> All right. So, um, so fucking eight. <laughs> um, what are we doing now? What, I, what, I, I what's, don't know. what's life about these days? Uh, God, don't don't ask me. Uh, okay, because nothing good is what I will tell you. Okay, I am not doing well. Ah. Uh. Sorry, sorry. It's okay. Well, I've been enjoying your drawings. Oh, thank you. Thank so, you. Uh, I've been in. Uh, no, I haven't. I was going to say I've been enjoying drawing, but I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've. Uh, well, part of it is uh, a lack of uh, uh, tools. Right. Uh, well, not lack of, but uh, just a. Uh, uh, like, I drew the shit out of something, and the nib just is over. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. done. Like, like it is just uh, flush up against the uh, the metal tip of the pen. Right. Uh, there is just very little to to use to to ink anything anymore. So I had to make an emergency uh, pen part right. uh, purchase. So you can replace the nib. Yes, that's uh, good. It's a set of pens that uh, yeah you can uh, replace the nibs and you can replace the the ink. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Copic Multiliner SPs. Ooh. Bought a set for like eighty dollars uh, about uh, two years ago during the the uh, sketch day point one point zero yeah uh, and uh, I, I really enjoy them but uh, yeah they, they've uh, it's getting to the point right. now where I need to make some uh, some some maintenance to them so they're refillable eh? yes hmm. uh, and I think I've told told you this before uh, but uh, I had a set that I bought years and years ago at McAllister's, mm-hmm. uh, an art store in Dayton that uh, sadly no longer exists. Yeah, except for uh, kind of a subpar website. Now. Right, yeah. Uh, and so I bought a set there, but um, Eric didn't know that they were refillable and uh, with replaceable nibs at the time. Oh. And so Eric just threw them away when oh. uh, there was no more ink yeah. or the, the nibs got ruined. I do remember that. That's tragic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, I actually was on McAllister's website this week because um, I I need some stuff too, and uh, it was just so sad. It was like it was like seeing like um, someone that you went to high school with, and like, and they just look like they went through hell, and like right, they right. they can't do anything anymore because that was like the best art store I've ever been to. It was pretty great, yeah. And that website, oh man, like they hardly have anything that I remember them having there because there's like certain things I. You know, like certain kind of pens and whatnot, I would, I would buy over and over from the store. And yeah. They don't have them now, and like, and their website's just fucking horrible. Yeah. And uh, I was like, ah, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Um, as far as pens go, uh, I, I kind of uh, yeah, I recommend JetPens.com. Yeah. Uh, they have a pretty good selection. You may not be able to find exactly what you're looking for. I, I, close. I actually did find exactly what I was looking oh, for. There you go. But they're like twenty cents more than at Dick Blick. Okay. I I didn't in fact I didn't look at all the shipping stuff to factor right, it right. in, but it might end up being cheaper than Dick Blick with right. the shipping. But um, yeah, I will say this about jet pens: they're super quick. Yeah. Yeah. Like like I ordered them on Thursday. I would be surprised if I didn't get those by Tuesday. Oh well. Uh, you know, and honestly, like I kind of expect to get them Monday. Yeah. yeah That's so, pretty good. I mean, yeah, pretty quick. It's pretty good. Pretty quick turnaround. Uh. 
Plus, you know, you order $25 worth of stuff, then uh, free shipping. Oh, so. okay. Well, I certainly would. Yeah. yeah, that's how I would. That's how I roll. Yeah. I don't, I got money. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Um, uh, oh, hey, I, uh, I got a new cat. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, hopefully not for long, but, uh, after dinner Friday night, we we got home from the Mexican restaurant and there was this cat just hanging outside and it's like fucking, I don't know, 10 degrees maybe. Right. And like, we su- talked about and this super windy. Sure. Right. Yeah. And so I felt really bad for this cat and we fed him some, uh, or fed her some dry cat food. Yeah. And, uh, she just kind of like ate it as if, you know, it had been weeks since she ate anything. Right. And so. Uh, we looked around and she asked the other people in the, like, building that she lives in and the people across the street. Nobody knew who it was, whose cat it was. So I just put it in my car and, uh, and drove it home. And it's been, uh, in my upstairs for two days. And I swear it's just like laying there on, cause I, I slept up there a couple nights and, uh, just so it wouldn't freak out. Right. And, uh, and it's just like every time I go up there now just to feed it or check the litter box. It's just like laying there, spread out on the bed, like purring. Yeah. Like it's super happy. Or she's super happy. Yeah. So, she's really cute. I know this is part of a sales pitch to <laughs> try to get me to take the cats. No, oh, it's yeah. part of our next contest. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the first person, the that first emails person us. emails us gets a free cat. <laughs> <laughs> we'll mail it to you. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, you did ask me if I wanted to take it. And, yeah. Uh, considering it. Yeah. yeah. You really need to, because pretty soon I'm going to accidentally name it, and then I'm going to accidentally fall in love with it. Right. And then I'm accidentally going to live with it for the rest of its life. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm uh, not a good person, and I'm not a responsible person. I'm barely an adult and, <laughs> all uh, of us all of us are yeah but uh me less so than others and uh i don't know that i can take care of another living thing <laughs> uh i don't know that i could keep it alive or safe well i'd be over here twice a week to check on it that's true you know? yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know i'm i'm still thinking about it right so yeah, yeah. I guess next episode we'll find out for sure oh, whether yeah. I take the cat or not. Yeah, hopefully it won't belong to me at least by then. Because I've asked my cousin and I asked Doogie and asked you. Yeah. Um, so hopefully. hopefully. Yeah. Or hopefully the owner is like, hey, you know, putting up signs around the neighborhood. Like, right. I actually really care about this cat and please give, give it back to me. You know, that sort of thing. Right. That would be the best. That way no new person has to, like, take it on. But Right. But yeah. She's cool. And then Doogie fucking scared the shit out of me when he's like, he's like, what if she's pregnant? Because she's got like a little bit of a belly. But, right, right. but I mean, her whole body is a little, you know, like right. I'm, I'm used to goo. Like goo is like super thin. And uh, this cat's just kind of uh, like hearty. Yeah. yeah. So like it, I'm like, ah, but, it, but the whole thing is kind of meaty. You right. know? So I don't know. You know, my parents, uh, we, we took on a stray once and, uh, you know, there, there was a little bit of a fear at first that uh, she might be pregnant because uh, her belly dragged on the ground. Oh. Like, like she had like a saggy belly. Yeah. And uh, d- 
we eventually found out later that uh, she, well, obviously she never gave birth, so right. it was that. Right. Uh, but we, we found out the reason why she had that. So, uh, is when she was younger, she got hit by a car and, uh, you know, the, uh, owners, you know, rushed her to the, the hospital and they fixed her and saved her life, obviously, but like just scar tissue and right. just the trauma from oh, that. Wow. Just, she kind of had just a dangly belly. Yeah. There. And then they abandoned her and uh, she came to live with us forever. Why would they do that after spending the money to surgery? Well, like, it was, uh, these people moved in behind us and uh, I guess it was uh, a mom and her two kids and then stepdad. And stepdad uh, did not like the cats. Yeah. So basically kept them outside the entire time. Right. And so like the, these cats would just sort of wander around the neighborhood and like... Uh, there's two of them. Uh, and so this one, like, we, we always saw this orange one walking around, and, like, whenever we would, like, try to call it, like, here, kitty, you know, whatever, and it would just run away. So one day we we're sitting on the porch, and uh, this is, like, back in, like, 1994. And uh, you know, we're sitting on the porch, and we see the orange cat, and we're like, here, kitty. And then all of a sudden, just out from one of our bushes, this brown cat comes walking out all right. and just starts purring and drooling. <laughs> and like like it just starts rubbing up against everything and like you know so we pet it and then it just like like a wire hydrant <laughs> from out of its mouth just drool oh. all over the uh nice. the porch and patio and uh just as if it had never been paid attention to before oh. and uh and then within like three months it was uh just living with us <laughs> right yeah and, That's how uh, it happens. And uh, she was mine. Like, like she loved me. Like, like uh, just always was around me all the time. Does she keep up the drool? Uh, she eventually uh, stopped drooling right. once, once, uh, <laughs> once she realized that uh, you know there were people that were going to pay attention to her. Right. And, uh, the initi- that better. initial excitement wore yeah. off. But uh, she she did do it for a while though. Like she would jump up on your lap, and you'd have to make sure that you had an afghan or a blanket on. <laughs> Uh, because she would just soak you. Wow. <laughs> That's slightly adorable, but... Kind oh, of, it's super adorable. Kind of gross. It's super gross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one, the only thing it does, like I've noticed sometimes when it eats, it does that thing where it, it, it like, kind of looks like it's kneading bread with its oh, paws. Okay. Yeah. But it laid in um, the bed with me all night, and it didn't do it at all in the bed, so yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's a weaning thing. It might just be a... A weird eating habit. Could be. I don't yeah. know. But. Cats do weird shit. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's why they're so awesome. Yeah. I, I, I think I, I don't know if I told it on the show or not, but a couple of weeks ago, my friend and I went to, uh, uh, there's a local uh, animal shelter here called Sixa. Yeah. And uh, our friend Joe's wife uh, works there part time. Uh, but my friend and I went in because you can just go in and play with cats. It's so awesome. And so, like, we just went in to play with cats, and there's, uh, like, two rooms dedicated uh, to the cats just kind of roaming free. Uh, there's, like, an adult cat room and then a kitten room. Right. Uh, but then they have a room where, like, they're just, uh, it's just cats in cages, you know, and so, like, we, we didn't notice that until we were about to leave, and so we went in there, and we were just looking at all the cats, like, in these cages, and it was heartbreaking, but adorable. Right. <laughs> you know, but, like, I noticed this one cat. And uh, it was facing away from me. It was a solid black cat. 
and it was about the size of like a 14 pound turkey. Wow. I mean, it was gigantic. Right. And it was facing away from me and it was like on this little piece of carpet that they had on the, uh, in the cage and it was just doing that kneading thing. Yeah. Uh, just doing it, just going nuts, just doing that, doing that, doing that. But like, like I walked past it like three or four times and it just never stopped. Mm-hmm. And so finally, like I, like I reached in and like, I was just looking at it, just doing it. And, uh, so finally I reached my finger inside the cage and I tapped on the, the bottom of the cage and it just stopped. <laughs> and then just like hunkered down <laughs> and just, but never looked at me, never faced me. His ears never like, you know, twitched towards right. my direction. It was just like, Fuck, I got caught. So <laughs> like maybe he, if I just stop, they'll forget that it happened. Right. Like he was trying to like dig his way out of the prison. Yeah. Right? It was like know. all the guards here. It was like you're just a fucking weird cat. Yeah. Wow. This is weird. I think that yeah. I I guess that's a weaning thing. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, again, the 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 drooly cat also would uh, do right. that too. Yeah. And uh, there was one time where we adopted this uh, little. Like kitten that uh, our neighbors found in a church parking lot abandoned, and uh, we took that in, and it, you know, yeah, right. Like it would suckle on your armpit whenever you would pet it, and like it would, you know, do the kneading okay. thing. But it had claws, and so it would basically just would fuck up your armpit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This one's got claws too, and she, but yeah, she's never done it to me. Just, just the floor. Right. So I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. yeah some. Cats, you know, they're pretty gentle with their claws. Mm-hmm. They still have them. Uh, the the cat that my parents had, Max, mm-hmm. uh, he had his claws, but like you never know because he would just right. never really use them or anything like that. He was also a biter, but like he would never bite hard or anything like that. Right, just for fun. Yeah, just playing around. Just playing around. Like kind of yeah. like I do sometimes. When yeah, we're watching movies. Yeah, right. <laughs> I get scared. <laughs> like he's like Solomon Kane's fighting the mirror monster, and I, I go over and bite on your kneecaps. <laughs> so, yeah, kitty chat, kitty kitty time. <laughs> Uh, it's far more enjoyable than anything else going on in my life uh, right now, so. Things are good. Yeah. Things aren't. Things will get better. I Things will so. get better. I hope so. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Haven't really watched any movies. Uh, I've been watching uh, My Name is Earl yeah. on uh, the Netflix. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. I've been addicted to YouTube and uh, and drawing, like, random things that have nothing to do with the comic I'm working on. Right. So this week was kind of wasted. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's all right. Yeah. Every once in a while you need that. You've, you've been doing all right with your comic. Yeah. 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 I, I do. I, I kind of believe in the, the thing where, you know, if you're working on one particular thing artistically, you know, sometimes you should take a detour once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like I got to the end of the first chapter, like the first chapter I could, I mean, it's ready to like, you know, scan and print. Right. But, uh, before I, like before I start inking the second chapter, which that was a problem too. I had to rewrite some stuff because I had some trouble there. So that, that took the wind out of my sails for a little bit. But yeah, but it's kind of fun to like, just take a break and do random drawings. Yeah. Maybe uh, what you should do is, uh, you know, before, uh, you know, you sit down to work on 
you know, your work, you should do like a warm-up sketch or something beforehand, you know, right. just a doodle or whatever. Do yeah. a page in my sketchbook. Or yeah. yeah. Maybe I shall. I shall. Just, just get the juices flowing. Oh, I like to get my juices flowing. I know you do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I did a little driveway shoveling today. Oh, just a little bit, just yeah, enough to get the car out. Because they had uh, plowed the street, and it was like a barricade of ice. And, oh, yeah. Um, so that was fun. Yeah. I have not left uh, this house of my own power in the past two days. So yeah. Oh, man. wow. Yeah. We walked to the grocery. Didn't we, we did. We did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we we went out today to uh, to eat uh, Mexican food. Yeah, that was tasty. Yeah. But again, not of my own power. Yeah. You, you drove me uh, right. both times. <laughs> Even while we walked to yeah. the grocery store, right. you drove me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> Uh, huh. yeah. So I guess should I pick a comic? You should probably pick a comic. So yeah, our lives are obviously not as in, our, our lives are about as interesting as the film Solomon Kane. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'll put us out of our misery. All right. Um. Okay. I am looking forward to finding out what this is. You've been teasing me for like two weeks about it. There's like a ten percent of me that's that fears you're gonna veto it. All right. But uh. Now I could had a retaliation for what you did, no, no. but but you know you knew before you even I, picked yeah, that no, thing. Yeah. Um, and I will say, like, since we're recording this for posterity, there's like a percentage, like a one percentage of me that wishes I hadn't vetoed that. Well, especially now that we watched Solomon Kane, <laughs> I know, but uh, because it might have been kind of fun in a like right. train wreck kind of way. But yeah. so, me, I'm just putting it out there. Maybe, you know, in months from now, if you pick it again, maybe I won't be to it. But, uh, anyway. Um, yeah, this one is an oldie, maybe a goodie. Okay. I'm not gonna say. Um, but, uh, it's something I kind of have wanted to read for a long, long time. And I've even owned issues of it as it was, uh, on the shelf. Uh And I just never read them. Um,. But this one is a collection of the first four issues of Rye, the Valiant comic book from 1992. Uh, Wow. Wow. All right. Yeah? Yeah. Are you down for this? Sure. We've never reviewed a Valiant comic. We have not. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sweet. (laughs) Not what you expect? Not at all. Because no. the other day you were like, okay, just at least tell me, is it Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, or Image? And I was like, I don't want to say because right. Because if I knew if I said none of those, you'd be like, what? Oh, yeah. I don't know that I would have really? immediately thought of Valiant. Right. Because I never think of Valiant. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that is... Like like I mentioned it last week, I, I had been listening to the Marvel the Untold Story audiobook, right? And you know, like Jim Shearer obviously was like a huge part of that book. Uh, and then like once he left Marvel, he went to form Valiant, and right. they talk about it a little bit. Oh, okay. Know, and about how he also got fired from Valiant, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, Ooh, so maybe you'll have some uh, behind the scenes stuff. No, nah, not yeah. really. Okay. Yeah, I mean it was just a footnote, basically. Right. But, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, sweet. Fucking valiant. 
Rye. Yeah, by, by Dave Michelin and Joe St. Pierre and then a couple other dudes. All right. right. Okay, so uh, hold on. Maybe getting that confused with Bloodshot? Oh, yeah. Uh, what, what was Rye? Rye looked very, very similar to Bloodshot. Okay. But he was like kind of a ninja, where Bloodshot was kind of like a Rob Liefeld version of okay, like a character right. with shoulder pads and guns. Right, right. But yeah, he, well, then who was Ninjack? Um, that was the Quisada thing. I had never read Ninjack. But that was Valiant, too. Yeah, that was yeah. Valiant. Yeah. Valiant, Valiant, uh, Ninjack and Bloodshot were like the later on, like a year or so into the Valiant thing. Okay. And Rai was actually the first Valiant comic that wasn't based on a 60s character. Right. So it's like their Dr. Rich. Solar, Turok, and, uh, Magnus. Magnus, yeah. Yeah. Exo well, Manowar though he was uh, one of the first. He was he was one of the rivals. I didn't know this until I read the trade. Like in the introduction, they said okay. it, they said it was the very first like thing they created as far as a character because okay. right. he was in a couple. Of, eh, we can talk about it later. But he sure, was sure. he was in he was in Magnus before he had his own series. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Sweet. Yeah. I'm sure, it won't be great, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited. Awesome. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, next week, right. right. Dust off your uh, Valiant comics and <laughs> read along with us. <laughs> wow. All right. I'm <laughs> flabbergasted. Awesome. Good night. All right. Good night. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>